my mic back on. All right. Professional and prepared. Two things I'm known for. Let's go. Okay, shall we? Things that will burn in hell, number 93, the Mile High Cinema Club. From Loitering in Wonderland Studios. <laughs> Hello, citizens. Thanks for joining me. What am I doing on Phoenix? I'm Phoenix West, not the show. The show is Things That Will Burn in Hell. Oh, it's not there. I forgot. Do you like my uh, terrible temporary artwork where I made it look like a stock, like a unfinished version of it? I had some fun with that. Someone on someone on Twitter, who I won't name, who is a large, large fan of ours, a uh, big fan of ours. He's not a large. I don't know his size. But he... Uh, he went, hey, you should check out your artwork. It's not, it's not coming through right. And I'm like, if you read that thing, it like mentions dildos. Like, if you read it, you probably notice it's not a real piece of piece of work. I made it like that on purpose for this exact reason, and you fell for it. So, uh, thank you. I'm not making funny. I'm just saying it's a little funny that it, it worked like that because I made it to look like an unfinished piece of work, and someone someone mentioned it. So let's just say, uh, welcome to the show, and let's just get to the to the book part. Things That Will Burn in Hell, number 93, Mile High Cinema Club. Best cinema ever. It's like the regular Mile High Club, only you're watching some shitty romantic comedy on a plane with someone four inches away from you in all directions. Oh, and nobody's having sex with you, but you are getting fucked. Nothing like being stuck on a plane for three hours and having to spend half that watching Ashton Blowjob attempt to ruin the thespian career. Continental is playing What Happens in Vegas and wondering why only eight people bought headphones. Where's Sherlock when you need him? If there was a middle zone where taste and decency met, it would be in the kids' movie genre. What Happens in Vegas sure as hell would be far away from this point. However, considering the last four movies I saw on a plane were Chocola, Down With Love, What Happens in Vegas, and Miss Pettigrew Lives for a Day, I feel like my opinion doesn't mean a damn the Continental. Apparently, men aren't supposed to enjoy their flights in any way. There's no porn in the bathroom, you can't smoke, and can't watch the movies unless you're gay or a severe masochist. And the pain from watching Ashton Blowjob attempt to make jokes turns you on. At least they still serve beer. Considering I don't drink, I'm officially fucked. I'm not suggesting they play Blood Diamond or anything. I don't think the 62-year-old businesswoman who has skin that looks like a leather couch would appreciate watching Africans get mowed down like grass in the spring. Nor am I suggesting anything with the title Name, Does, City, or Name. We can keep it clean. There are good PG and PG-13 movies that starred neither Ashton Blowjob nor Cameron Diaz. I would rather sit through an in-depth narrative book on tape about the mating habits of Northern American Black Bear than anything starring Renee Zellweger. She's not a star barely an actress. She just happens to get paid to have the camera point at her. The scenes in her movies when she's not on screen aren't always written that way. They are just the days she happens to not show up to have the camera pointed at her. An occurrence that should happen every day of the year. So today's episode, uh, the Mile High Cinema Club, I don't know if it's it's still happening. I think things have changed because there's more of a wide variety of movies you can watch. You can bring your fucking iPad on there. None of that should have existed by the time I wrote this. Again, this is over a decade ago that I wrote this. Wow, it's been a while. I finished this book in what, 2008. It's been 11 years since it finished. So this this section was probably finished in like late 2007 would be my guess. I think I finished this book like right on the deadline of 2008. But so the point was, I guess, that everything's different now. It used to be you sat there, a little screen went in front of the thing. Or it'd be in the back of the chair in front of you, so you get a guy like kicking and moving back. Why are people so fucking antsy in a goddamn airplane? But the movie would start playing, and you had two choices. 
watch the movie in silence or plug in with their headsets that you had to buy. Those are your two options. No, nothing else. You can put a magazine up in front of it, but you're still, you still know it's there. It's like someone's staring at you from a distance where you're like, someone's, someone's watching me. Someone's watching me. Oh, there he is. Guy jerking off in the shadows in the bushes. <laughs> oh, Jerry. <laughs> when will you learn? Okay. Let's start, start teasing Jerry. Just to let him finish and get it over with quicker. Jerry, he's my stalker. Anyway, so you're on an airplane. Jerry's jerking off next to you. But you have two options, either, you know, no headphones or headphones. That was it. And now you have like a menu you can go through. You can bring your own little laptop. This is back when I was poor. They had laptops, but having a movie on that thing was almost impossible. And everything's so different now that the Mile High Cinema Club is done, I think. I think I killed it. I think it was me personally. It had nothing to do with Steve Jobs or Bill Gates or any of those guys. This guy right here. It's like Steve Jobs, Bill Gates, Phoenix West. Oh, those three names are like the Mount Rushmore of, of uh, the electronic evolution. It's we I killed one thing and they they've built everything else up around that around that principle. So I kind of like I'm holding them up, you know. <laughs> oh man, do I grossly overrate my book or not? Oh uh, no, I'll keep it humble. Um, so yes, Mile High Cinema Club. It, it used to be able to watch a movie and it was always the shittiest movie that. They attempted to do a couple things. A, ostracize anybody who didn't have a kid or wasn't a kid. And B, show the most family-friendly bullshit you could watch. But the problem is they chose like, I think in the book I wrote like Nanny McPhee's Home for Wayward Youths and Souls That Are Lost to the Fires of Hell. Whatever the hell that thing was called. Way too long of a title. But I saw that and I saw like the Ashton Blowjob movie. Uh, I'm going to still call him that, even though I've since learned to enjoy the man and think he's an actually good dude, from what I can tell. But I, I had a, I had an aggression against Ashton when I wrote this book because of everything he was doing with those shitty like shows he kept putting on. But since he, I, I, like, uh, I like him now. I don't know why this turned into him, but uh, I have no plans on working with him. I don't know why I'm saying this. I'm just setting the record straight like I have a thousand times in this show because shit changes. Anyway, where was I going with this? Oh, I watched the movie with him in on an airplane. I sat there. I'm like, oh my God, I hate this. I I didn't have a phone at that time. And if I did, it was like one of those flip phones you can like play the fucking worm on. And that was it. You can call people or text them, but not in a goddamn airplane back then. No Wi-Fi yet. So it was sit there and watch a silent. I sat there and watched it without sound because I was like, I'd rather not hear it. So I'm only being offended on one sensation. One of my senses is being offended. Not two. Not two, and I could touch the screen, so that'd be that'd be burning too. Those little liquid hot fucking plasma screens. So I I just sat there in silence, and I'm like, who is this for? Why why is this on? Play like a Pixar movie, where both adults and children enjoy it. I would sit there and watch a Pixar movie because it's fucking enjoyable. It's a Pixar. The reason it's doing so goddamn well is it cr it crosses both both chasm. It basically fills in the chasm between adult movies and kids movies, and goes. Kids enjoy it because it's talking, you know, it's a little talking boot or some bullshit like that. Like your closet came to life. And then adults like it because they slip a little bit of like subtle humor and they have like these weird like allegorical kind of, I don't want to say stories, but like they'll mention something that's like really reflects their life, like how they're sick of kids and the kids don't hear it at all because the, the, the boot and the, the, the tie is talking. And then, but the adults are like, <laughs> it's pretty funny. Okay, I'll give them that. I'll keep watching. So it's really good for both fronts. But when they show like Mrs. Pettigrew's home for wayward use and souls that are lost in the fires of hell, whatever the hell I said earlier, they, uh, 
I remember my fake title more than the actual title. But there's nothing an adult can get out of that shit. Like, throw on a Harry Potter movie. Adults and... I mean, some adults are like fucking wizards like that. Those, those guys won't like it anyway, so fuck them. But like, I'll sit there and watch a Harry Potter movie. Not the first one, but the rest of them, yes. And I'll sit there and go, eh. I'm not like, yeah, Harry. Go get him, get him, Harry. But I'm like, eh, it's a movie. But Mrs. Pettigrew's whatever, whatever is... Nothing there for me at all, and I just want to, like, I'm like, oh, crash the fucking plane already. I'd rather go down in flames than finish this fucking movie. I don't want to see how it ends. I want to see how this ends. This fucking flight. Let's get, let's get in the ground one way or the other. Successful or not, I don't fucking care. As long as I don't have to watch this shit that's this far away from me on a screen. And it's like, they might as well have, like, fucking Alex from... Clockwork Orange come in like and fucking like get your eyes open and like put those things in there and like a little guy with eyedroppers for every passenger and it's like yeah, Mrs. Pettigrew's uh, 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 ultra violets I want milk like I'm just gonna go fucking insane I can't do it I, but since it's changed so it's done it's dead I killed it hero here I'm a hero uh Phoenix Hero West that's me <laughs> uh I still haven't fucked in an airplane yet I'm waiting for that to happen. I kind of, I post up in the bathroom, you know, you get your pants halfway down, you sit there in the toilet and you're not like, it doesn't look like you're shitting, but you kind of do like a, and it, people walk in, they're like, oh my God. And I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to reel them in nothing's biting. Come on, soccer bombs. Uh, grandma? Not my grandma, but a grandma? Uh, hold off. Flight's early. Flight's young. We'll, we'll give it another chance. Uh, grandma again. Okay. Yeah, fuck it. Get in here. All right. I'm doing this. Uh, okay, grandma. And it, it happened. It just didn't. It stayed like this. So I never had sex in an airplane. It just won't happen. I, I can't imagine what the. I, I get the thrill of being caught. I really do understand that. Oh, trust me. I get that. Me and Jerry have an understanding. But. I don't get where you want to fuck where someone else, a thousand, maybe even a hundred thousand strangers have recently shit. That is the part I don't understand. Going back to the public restrooms episode. Bathrooms are fucking disgusting, especially airport ones. Because they ate like Carl's Jr. four times because their flight got delayed. And all that was open in the overnight was Carl's Jr. So they've ate, they've eaten that for like a day straight. And they go in this fucking airplane, and it's like the second that, that little light goes off, where it's like, boom, you know, you can take your cheese belt off and walk, walk amongst the cabin. And then they're like, oh, oh, God. And it's just like liquid Carl's Jr. coming out of them. And you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're, yeah, let's do this. Okay. Yeah, we're doing this. Okay. Who's, who's, come on. Come on. Come on, ladies. Come on. Nobody? Hey, Grandma. This one's my, my actual grandma. Oh, hey. <laughs> no, I was I was uh, warming up for a liquid Carl's Jr. shit. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Oh, dad's here too. Great. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't post up for sex in the bathroom on our family reunion trip flights. <laughs> Doy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not saying, that's not me saying no. I'm just saying... No? I was kidding. I was just, just kidding. Oh, cousin, look like you're interested. No? No? No, I was fucking with you. <laughs> I'm going to head out. This is awkward. 
I guess I'll wash my hands. Over. Uh, yep, yep. I was just fucking around. This is joking, guys. It's just a big joke. <laughs> and and uh, oh, oh, well, uh, no, you can go. You can shit while I'm in here. It's cool. I don't care. I mean, we're family. What's what's a big deal? We're, we share things from time to time. There, <laughs> I'm gonna get it all. <laughs> All right. So yeah, go ahead and uh, yeah, just uh, take them off, and that's fine. Yeah. While while you're here, I'll get on my phone here and uh, go to liwstudios.com. Go to youtube.com/slash/loitingwonderland. <laughs> I can't get these hands clean enough. Uh, and then let's, uh, I'll also go to uh, you know send an email out to loitingwonderland at gmail.com, sending my embarrassing story here, <laughs> and then I'll go to patreon.com/slash/loitingwonderlandstudios because I am a hero, just like the indie sports car podcast. <laughs> oh. oh. So uh, I guess what I'm trying to say, Grandma, is until next time, in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West, your grandson. No? And uh, I'll see you in hell, because I feel like that's where I am right now, in an airplane bathroom. <laughs> that stinky, stinky Carl's Jr. smell. Um, uh, if this plane goes down, we're going down the hell. And I'd gladly welcome that right now. Oh, man. You win? No? Okay. Just joking. I'm going to go back in the bathroom and post up.